only if he stole it before the years of the original owner. However, after that year, the first Ganav would be kind of the, the, uh, the item from the original guy, and therefore, if the second Ganav stole it from the first Ganav at that point in time, he'd be chayat pay kefal to the first Ganav. Rav Sheshah said, Rav is incorrect based on a brisa. The brisa says, Rabbi Kiva says, the, the reason the Torah gives an obligation of Dalad Hay is because the, the Avera has become strongly rooted at that time. Now, what's the case Rabbi Kiva talking about? If it's before years, the fact that he sells it doesn't make him be kainit. So why uh, would that make the theft more strongly rooted? Rather, must be discussing where this happened after years. However, if Yish makes the Ganav be kaina, why would the Ganav pay Dalav? Hey, he shechted and sold his own animal. And for the more, we can say like Rava, that the strongly rooted means that he has done a second act in the theft, the actual theft, and now the shechting or selling, even though the selling would not be a valid sale. And that's why he has paid Dalav, not because Yish made a Kenyan. In fact, my Bryce says, the Pazik says, which teaches that just as the shechting is irreversible, so to the, the selling refers to something that's irreversible. Now, this can't be talking about before Yish, because the sale at that time would be reversible because it wasn't a legally valid sale. It must be referring to after Yish, and we see that he pays dollars of hay, which shows that he's not, that's not considered to be his animals, which means that Yish does not make a Kenyan. And for tomorrow, we can say like of Nachman, that the reversible sale of the Bryce refers to a sale for 30 days, a temporary sale, but an invalid sale would be recognized as irreversible. Shekhmar Bryce says a few things. Number one, if a Ganav stole and another person stole the item from the Ganav, the first Ganav pays careful to the owner, the second Ganav only pays principal. Number two, if a Ganav stole and, and, and sold the item, and a second Ganav steals the item from the buyer, the first Ganav has to pay dollars of hay, and the second Ganav pays Kefal. Number three, the Ganav steals an animal and shechts it, and the second Ganav then stole the dead animal. The first Ganav pays Dalad and the second Ganav only pays for the principal. Now, what is the circumstance of the second case? If it was before Yish, why would the second Ganav pay Kefal? A change of Rishus upon sale without Yish is surely not a Kenyan. Rather, it must be it was after Yish. Now, if Yish alone is Kaina, why does the first Ganav pay Dalad He has sold his own animal. Also, since we established that we're discussing after Yish, if Yish alone is Kaina, in the first case of the Bryce, the second Ganav should have to pay Kefal. We see from here that Yish alone is not kind of which refutes Rav. Rav said the Brysa is clearly not a correct Brysa as written because the third case says that even after a shechita, the second Ganav only pays principal. Now, everyone agrees that a physical change creates a Kenyan, so why would he not pay Kefal over here? Rather, we have to say that the entire Bryce is discussing before Yish, and we must switch the rulings of the second and third cases. The Bryce should be understood as follows. In the second case, uh, in the second case, uh, the second Ganav only pays principal because a sale without Yish is not a Kenyan, and the second Ganav, therefore, didn't steal from its owner, and therefore, is the, uh, there's no payment for Kefal. In the third case, the second Ganav pays Kefal because a physical change, meaning the Shechita, causes the first Ganav to be kind a Papa said that we don't have to switch the rulings of the cases, and the last case follows Beishamai, who hold that even a physical change does not make the Ganav Kaina. If so, the first and second cases are talking about after Yish, and the price is difficult, therefore it will be difficult to understand according to Rav. As Vid said, the entire Bryce is discussing before Yish, and, and the, the case is that there was no Yish when the Ganav took it, but there was Yish after the sale by the Ganav. And it's not because Yish is only Kaina when there's also a change in Rishos. The reason this case was given is because this is the only case that can result in both Ganav and paying more than just the principal. Zakhmar Vaitav, a Ganav sells a stolen item before Yish, or the owner of Nachman says he's Chayiv Dal of the Hey, or says he's positive. Nachman says the positive says Mechorai, without differentiating between before Yish or after Yish. Or says the act of selling is only effective after Yish. Therefore, if the sale is before Yish, the sale does not generate a payment for Dalad Hay. The sale must be like a shechita, where his act is always effective, meaning the animal over there is the animal's dead. The same thing it has to be the selling has to be after Yish. Rashesh said, My view can be seen in a Brisa, where Bekiva says that the reason the Torah made an obligation of Dalad Hay is because the shechting or selling deeply roots the Aver. Now the sale only has an effect after Yish, so based on this reason, it must be Dalad Hay will only come about after Yish.
Rav said it's not a proof of Akiva means the obligation was put in place because he sinned yet again, the theft and then the sale. In fact, Mara says the Pasuk says, which teaches that Jurus that the Shechting is irreversible, so to the selling must be irreversible. Now, this can't be talking about before years because a sale at that time would be reversible because it's not a legally valid sale. It must be referring to after years, and we see that he pays dollar hey, only after years. Rav Nachman said the reversible sale of the Brisa, what it refers to, is referring to a sale for 30 days, but an invalid sale would be characterized as irreversible. Mara says Rabbi Lazar also the Dalav is only paid if the sale is after Yish because he, he says we learn from the Torah that we presume that there is Yish after a theft because there's Dalav after a theft so it must be that there was Yish. Maybe the term means to obligate the Fidal of the Hay even without Yish. Mar says a sale must be like the Shechting, just like the act of the Shechita takes effect. So, too, the sale must take effect, which only happens after Yish. Maybe the Pasuk is talking about a case where we know he already had Yish. Mar says again, the sale must be like the Shechting, just like the act of the Shechita brings an obligation of Dal of the Hay even if done before Yish. The obligation for a sale must be the same thing. Rabbi Yechon said to Rabbi Lazar, we find that by kidnapping the Ganav as Chayiv if he sells the person even though there was no Yish. Mar, we clearly see that Rabbi Yechon holds a Ganav as Chayiv if he sells the animal before Yish. What does he hold, though, when it was sold after Yish? Is the Ganef kainer with Yish, and therefore he's not chayiv or not? After the Rabbi Yechon holds that he's chayiv even after Yish, and Rish Lakish says he's potter because he's kainer with Yish, and therefore sold the shechel to his own animal. Rabbi Yechon, as Rish Lakish, the Mishnah says, if a person stole an animal and was then makdishet to be brought as a carbon, and he then shechel or sold it, the Allah is that he has to pay careful to the owner since it was stolen when it was not yet hegdish. But he does not pay Dalav Hay because at the time of the Shechita or sale was already belonged to Hagatish. Now, this can't be talking about before years because uh, he couldn't make the animal Kaddish if there was no years since it didn't belong to him. It must be talking about after years. Yet we see that he only doesn't pay Dalav Hay because it belonged to Hagatish. Otherwise, he would have to pay even though there was years. And for the Marish Lakish said, the case is where the owner made it Hagatish while it was in the hands of the Ganef. That's how it became Hagatish even though there was no years. Fact, has said, if a person steals an animal, neither the owner nor the Ganef can make it Hagatish. The Ganef can't because it doesn't belong to him. And the owner can't because it doesn't. Because not his rishus. So how can he make a hegdash over here? Remember, Shlakish holds like the tznuin, the sheet of the tznuin, who hold that the owner of the stolen item can make a hegdash even when it's in rishus of the ganav. In fact, if the owner was magdashit, it's not considered to be stolen from him. So why does the ganav pay kefal? The says the case is that the ganav was brought to bezdin before it was given to hegdash. Fekmer, what's the case? If Bezin had ruled and they said, go pay him, then even if the owner wasn't Magdashin at that point, then the Ganev then, then sold or shech to the animal. Rav says he wouldn't be Chayv Dalvehe because he's then considered to be a Gazlan instead of a Ganev, and therefore he would not pay Dalvehe. And for the case is where they told him he's obligated to pay, but did not yet instruct him to pay. In that case, he's still considered to be a Ganev, and therefore would be Chayv Dalvehe if he shech or sold it at that point in time, if not for the fact that it was given to Hegdash.